0: Barrel ice cream with me, your host is always Brian Dressel. With me, as always, is Matt Zombie Dog Super Ball. Dikes!
1: Yeah, I've got <laughs> Super Bowl. Yeah, you know. Super oh, wait, balls. Super Ball. Super Ball. Ah. Yeah, I mean, not, I've probably, probably got Super Balls if you ask some.
0: <laughs> of course, the balls jokes are never ending on Reggie's Four Ice Cream. We also have Joel Bowling Ball to it. <laughs>
1: I don't know why that made me laugh so much. I think it's the way you said "bowling ball." Yeah, mm. <laughs> bowling ball.
2: You, you know, I got nothing. Like, I'm I'm trying to think. <laughs>
1: there, there's gone, no like,
2: there's no context to this whatsoever. Is it?
0: Oh well, I mean, phantasm balls, balls. That's um, it. Okay. That, that's that's right. it. <laughs> <laughs> this
2: is this is very. Your name is the name of the movie, kind of thing.
0: Yes. Uh. Hmm. Yeah. Uh huh. And uh, and I'm very proud of it. Because um, why wouldn't I be? <laughs> so here we are, week two of the Phantasm series. Uh, sorry, I, I will mention now because uh, I can't go back in time and mention it that we did end up skipping a week in between uh, what we do in the Shadows and Phantasm. But it just scheduling just made sense, and uh, my time and editing is a it's it's a clusterfuck. So trying to get it all done takes time. But now we're we're back on our weekly schedule. I say with fingers crossed, and uh, and we're gonna get started. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna let Matt kind of lead as much as I can, although I as, as soon as I say that, I know I'm never gonna stop talking, and it's just gonna completely fail. But I know he likes this movie way more than I do. So, Matt, Matt, why don't you get us going? Like, set the stage. How how are we doing with Phantasm Two?
1: Well, I absolutely love this one. So, so for uh, for me, this is the first one I saw. It was on like BBC One, really late at night, sometime, and I I think I like. I didn't even see it from the beginning. Like I, I remember flicking over to the channel and seeing uh, the first bit I saw was the explosion of the house. The second time, <laughs> I was the say, second which time, one? <laughs> <laughs> the second time, and then the um, the dissolve to Reggie at the um, at the cemetery. Now I had a, like vague idea of the tall man and things like that, and I actually thought that Reggie was the tall man in the sunglasses. <laughs> Um, because he just looks—he looks quite sinister in in that in that shot. Oh, I mean, he doesn't look he, very tall, though. Well, yeah, you know, I know, but he's sitting down, like you know, <laughs> it's a very—it's a very good—it's uh, a close-up. But then you know, but because of it, it was quite late at night, so I actually recorded it, and um, the recording actually cut off the end of it as well. So I hadn't seen the all of the beginning of the film and all of the end of the film. It like it, it cut off where the car starts, sort of like going uh from side to side on the road, but it's just it was just a wild ride you know like the, the minute that, that like they were go into that hardware store like the first time watching it I was like, this is great I mean even like the shot just after the uh, the the funeral where it cuts and you see the, the like the close up of the car wheel go in and like you know that whole thing i thought this is this is really like that's such a cool shot i like how this is this is shot and then it just like kept going and the music as well um so yeah and then like i I watched it through and then at the time anchor bay had just released like the four film dvd special edition with like you know with
0: the ball and everything yep the ball um
1: I ordered that off Amazon, that came through, I watched the first one, the second one, the third one, the fourth one, then I watched the documentary that was about all the four films, then I went right back and watched the first one, the second one, the third one, the fourth one, again, uh, over like a weekend or something. Absolutely just absorbing all these films and just being blown away by how different each one is as well. Each one has this sort of different feel to it, I think, and... Yeah, I've just always loved Phantasm too. Like I, the music score, I think is the best of all of them. Um, it's a bit more actiony rather than creepy. Um, but I just, I, I've always really like it, it, just how it's shot as well. It feels, you know, to say that it was the lowest budget film that Universal released that year, it feels like a much bigger budget film, and I well, think that's that's, that's credited it's... down to Don Coscarelli. You know, it being uh, like the biggest budget he'd ever dealt with as well. Well, and, and it's also,
0: I mean, compared to the rest of the Fantasm movies, far and away the highest budget out of well, the franchise. Yeah. So <laughs> when we're comparing them to the rest of the movies, of course it feels very high budget because the rest <laughs> of them were made for peanuts.
1: Like, but, but just generally, like, like $30 generally, million though, behind it. I mean, there's only $4 million.
0: Was it only 4 Yeah. I, I, was th- I always heard 30 so wow. What's
2: that? No, 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 just no. for so,
1: inflation. <laughs> no, so it was four million dollar budget. Um but the scripts that Don Coscarelli originally wrote would have needed thirty million for, oh, for Phantasm okay. two. That's one of the things I read, um or saw in one of the documentaries. But yeah, it was four million dollar budget. So I said like minute budget. Um even in nineteen eighty eight, it was like, that's, a, that's a small budget for a really effects laden film. Yeah. Yeah. But I just loved it. Like I loved all the, just the feel of it. Like you know, Reggie's narration throughout. Like narration can be done really badly. See Blade Runner, and then sometimes it can be. It can add something to it. And I think it feels more like a, a road movie, and it feels more like, you know, this actual hunt. I guess because of the because of the the voiceover. Um, and I just thought, I just thought it really worked for me. See now, I'm, I'm gonna wait, Joel. How, how did you? Uh, how did your? Uh,
0: how did your viewing go? I, yeah.
2: I struggle with this. Um, Phantasm because,
0: in general, or Phantasm Two?
2: Well, well, both, but especially this. I, I, <laughs> so, I, I was telling you, like, I I try to give some time for these to breathe a little bit because I'm trying to be more intentional about how I watch this because it's such a bizarre thing um, I, I it might be because my first introduction to it was the first movie, tonally it seems off I I, I think that's, it yeah, compared to the first one, it, you know I'm going to make a comparison but it's not quite as glowing as I mean it. it the first one is the first Resident Evil movie and this is Resident Evil 2 <laughs> where
0: but Resident Evil 2 is a much better movie. That that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, it,
2: that's where I say the comparison isn't quite apt. Uh I don't I didn't not enjoy it. Let's put it that way. I, I think there's some neat and funny things that happen in this movie and absurd, and I, I think there are parts of it that definitely feel in line with the first one. It despite its disjointedness in some parts of this film, it feels like a more structured story, right? I, I mean, I mean, they still expect you to infer a lot between story beats, but it still has a lot more structure to it in a way that the first one I felt was all over the place. And while I was confused and lost in the first one, there's some sort of charm to that, I think, in that it feels sort of of its time in a way. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I fall on the side of I enjoyed watching it I'm not sure if I liked it as much as the first one and I'm still trying to reconcile why. <laughs> All
0: right, so I'll, I'll dive in. I'll, I'll go as briefly as I can because, because we'll spend the rest of the episode kind of going through the movie and, and saying what works and doesn't work for us. I, I, I think if I'm not counting this as a phantasm movie, I, I probably would enjoy it a lot more because it is just kind of a fun eighties road-esque, you know, hunt down the bad guy sort of movie. But I, I look at it strictly in the world of phantasm and I, I, this is going to be the weirdest insult ever for a movie. I think it's too good to be a phantasm <laughs> movie. Like, like there's, there's a certain level of quality I'm looking for in these things that just kind of bring that camp. Like, it's just that underfunded, underacted, just not quite sure what the fuck we're doing charm that you lose when you put it through the actual studio system. And although they made a very good movie here, I'm not very good, they made a pretty good movie here that's fun, has a good score Uh, I like the first one better but like there's a lot of really cool stuff in here but I'm like it just doesn't feel like it it feels like what if a major studio made a phantasm movie yeah this is exactly what I'd expect it to be for you know for better or worse it's a well-made movie it's incredibly well shot they uh they look at the balls from the first movie and if you watch the version I did they just go all right let's just up all that and they're like yeah Yeah. this is way more violent way crazier it's like they hit everything you're supposed to hit for a horror movie sequel which is fine, but it doesn't feel like Phantasm to me. Like, Because Phantasm doesn't feel... Phantasm, Phantasm to me, and part of the reason I love Phantasm so much, is because it's kind of the anti-horror franchise. All of what the other horror franchises do, they turn left, and Phantasm's like, I'm going to go up. It's like, fuck, you're right. I'm just going to do whatever the hell I'm going to do. And it's it's awesome. But this is the one movie out of the entire franchise that kind of falls in line with what you expect from horror sequels. So as though it does it very well, I don't want it.
2: I, I think Matt sort of touched on a point in his description where he it makes him love it, but it makes me sort of miss and it makes you dislike it. And, and it is that it's switched from this sort of horror, creepy movie to an action movie. Yeah. And, and that that is going to be the Rorschach test
1: for whether or not you like this as much as the first one.
0: Yeah, And, and the, I think the, it
1: depends on which order you see them in. Like, if you absolutely. see the first one... First, you're going to be expecting more of that. Now, I went in completely blind to the series, having only seen like images of Angus Scrim of the Tall Man. So, like even then, I had in my head this this imagination, this imagined thing of like what the Tall Man was and how, like you know, I, I imagined, you know, the, this whole sort of thing just from these images I'd seen of of uh, the Tall Man, and then going into Phantasm Two. It's then builds around, builds more on that, like, you know, this is what I imagine it to be. So I think going into it seeing Phantasm 2 first, I enjoy it a lot more because I'm not expecting, you know, like, I sort of go back and watch Phantasm 1 now and I can see how it, it leads into 2 of like, you know, yeah, it makes sense to me that they would want to go down and hunt the tall man down. And I think. Having, if I saw the first one first, it may have be been different. It may be more like, oh, well, I wouldn't expect it to go in that direction, and it does feel more like just a standard sequel. But I think for me, I don't know. I, I just, I think it does probably matter which order you see the film, the films in, in, in regards to like which is your favorite.
2: Matt, oh, Matt's kind sh- of die to watch Iron Man three and then wonder why the first one isn't a allegory for PTSD. <laughs> I mean, uh, no, I, I, do. I do what you mean though. I did. It's for me, like persona five is like my example. I never touched a persona persona five. I fell in love with, I've tinkered with four, but it doesn't have that same kind of feel and polish. And so with that different expectation, it's hard to go back or have a, a opinion in line with what maybe the series history is. Right.
0: Uh, I, I that example was way too real for me, Joel. <laughs> that was perfect. Yeah, no, and it's like a, it's kind of interesting. Like, you know, I think the best way to move forward is actually just to move forward. Let's actually start kind of going through the movie, and I think a lot of these points will start making more sense. Because like the the first thing for me, and one of the, the major pushing points, and I, I did a lot of research going through subreddits, movie forums, and stuff for this one, just trying to see like what's the meter on this, like where where do other fans sit, and the big thing that some people like are willing to die on a hill for is who's better at playing Mike? Is it James LaGrosse or is it A. Michael Baldwin? I know where I land in that camp because, you know, he's in four of them instead of just this one. And I, I don't really like James LaGrosse in this movie. He could be an amazing actor for sure. But, like, right out of the gate, like, that's your major difference is they hired a, a legit actor for this franchise. And...
1: I mean, to be fair, we're, we're lucky we didn't get uh, Jeffrey Tambor as Reggie because that's, that's what the studio that was wanted. That so close too, Yeah, hmm, yeah. I mean, I get Jeffrey Tambor could, could have done it quite well, but for me, Reggie is Reggie. Like, you know, like no one else can do what Reggie Bannister does in that character.
0: No, and and I'm curious if they had recast him, if Reggie would have still become the main character of the franchise. Mm. I I don't think so, personally. No, I, think him I don't think the franchise would have continued. Yeah, no, I don't you're think we'd have right.
1: had a third one because, like, you can, they wouldn't have got Jeffrey Tambor back.
0: And no. James,
1: Le- they didn't get James LaGro back for the third. Well,
0: one. They didn't want him back. like.
1: Well, yeah. But, um, <laughs> but, I mean, to be fair, I think they did. Um, I, like The way that they talk about it was like, you know, because the budget went down, they couldn't really afford. So uh, Don Coscarelli had a bit more control and was able to bring back Michael Baldwin. You that they wanted like, him back.
0: Well, had more control and was able to bring back the guy he wanted. Sounds like that's the guy he wanted. Less, less money,
1: more control. So they couldn't afford um, James again, So he felt like, oh, now I can actually, I can bring Michael Baldwin back. But if, if the, if the second one had have had both of those characters recast, there's no way that you can go back and do the third one and replace both the characters.
0: I mean, without like, it just being get... like, all right, just don't watch 2. 2 doesn't count. Like, <laughs> R2 is number 3. Like, that'd really be the only way they could do it, which they kind of, I mean, they don't do that specifically, but these are the only two that release in theaters, are Phantasm 1 and 2. 3, 4, 5 were all straight to video, so they, they were <laughs> definitely doing By their way. own thing. <laughs> uh, really?
1: I thought 3 went out in,
0: in in theaters. From what I could read, no, that one went straight to video here, and it's like, huh. it Huh. you can tell uh i, I love <laughs> three but you can tell uh, <laughs> but let, let, let's let's start diving into this thing uh, we, we kind of got james will grow out of the way I, I, he's a very good actor i just i want a michael baldwin back yeah. it um, could have been brad pitt as well that would have been worse uh <laughs> so the opening of this movie picks up immediately at the end of the first movie like reggie's in there listening to the radio playing a different song and guitar just for joel's ears um, <laughs> <laughs> Michael goes upstairs he gets kidnapped by the tall man who screams boy at him and, and, and yep. the movie's off and going and here we are in part two and Reggie has to go find a shotgun and fight people and the house explodes and it's fucking crazy
1: yeah I love I love the fact that there's a dwarf hiding in one of the cupboards I mean I always amazing find, I always find that hilarious that he's, he's going through all the drawers to find something he opens a cupboard a fucking dwarf jumps out at him it's like so wait, was that dwarf just standing in there waiting?
0: Yes. One dwarf, when they are going to the house, is like, you know what, guys? I got this. I'm going to go ahead in the cabinet. <laughs> that,
2: that's some real self-control for that thing. Like, you, you, you right? figure they're kind of brainless things the entire time. And, and you know, wow, that, that one is just like, I'm going to sit here and plot this out. And it's gonna be so good, and then all, that, then and all, the all my friends open. will think how cool I am.
1: The thing is, it's like the doors open and immediately it jumps out as well. It's like, oh, the doors start up. It's like oh, it's go time.
2: <laughs> oh, I am
1: so ready for this. So,
2: so like one one of the things that I notice is that there are pieces of this movie, and this is definitely one of them, where it feels more like a zombie movie. Yeah, like the, the little the little uh, small people monsters chasing them around, sort of hovering around and. Uh, being just these things that you need to fight off. It, it feels very, uh, Dawn of the dead ish in that way. And I'm not, I'm not sure how I feel about that. I it. It's just totally different in a way that I don't love. Um,
0: well, the, the tone of this movie is just night and day different from the first movie. Like even in my notes, like I'm look, I took three pages of notes on this thing, uh, in my notes about halfway through, I'm like, this just
2: doesn't feel like the same franchise. Can we talk quickly about the explosions?
0: Oh, we have to. Okay. I mean, that's. I mean, so my notes go like this. Uh, so when they're going, when they're running through the house, and Reggie's carrying around some guy who's not Michael, and they're just like, so "Don't show sh- his face." It's a woman. Uh, it's a woman in a wig. Is it a woman? <laughs> that makes <Yeah>. sense. <laughs> so my note is, "Ha ha, not Mike." And then they're outside. It's boom. <laughs> and then I have two notes, and then it's boom again, motherfuckers. <laughs> What's great about that
1: is that explosion, it's the same explosion, and they shot it from like three different angles, and it was so timed precisely because everything had to be right. So you've got um, a double of um, Reggie in the car with James Lagoa as Mike. You've got Reggie running away towards the camera with double of Mike, and then you've got the tall man walking around, and it's all shot all simultaneously and um they, and they like just f-
0: doubled it for the for reggie's family's house
1: well it's it's supposed to be reggie's family's house because like that's the thing of it the, that house exploding didn't happen as oh, well
0: right 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 because
1: like you know because reggie doesn't remember it all um and then he's yeah. like you know that story like one of the lines he has is something like, you know that story about me blowing my house up because it was infected with midgets <laughs>
0: The, the first five minutes of this movie blow by so fucking fast. <laughs> yeah,
2: it, <laughs> and the it, it this goes back to being the action movie kind of thing where Reggie is like surrounded because he used his uh, ammo, and then he's lighting the pilot light on the uh, yeah. the oven to fill the place with gas, and then does the whole cool like I'm gonna run out of the building with the explosion happening behind me. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, and it's it is a. Uh, You know what? I'll give it this. It was cool and hilarious. Just like you get the thing. Like, is that the way a house would blow up if uh, it were filled with? Who cares? I'm pretty sure you
0: just ruined your kitchen. (laughs)
2: Yeah, yeah, just to be kind of like a (laughs) foom inside, and and they see things light up. But like, oh, they. Well, the
1: thing is, it's the fireplace in the living room that actually sets it off. So the gas has got to go from the kitchen into the living room. Yeah, so it'd be quite a lot of it in there.
2: Yeah. yeah,
0: but it wouldn't be enti- the a crater where a house used to be. It wouldn't be yeah. that.
2: Yeah, like no, no, it si- would that. The size of the flame is is like double the house. <laughs> so there,
1: there there is wow. a story about the house explosion. So like it, they bought it for five hundred dollars because it was basically it was near a, an airport somewhere. And it, it, all these houses need to be demolished because Clearly. there was they were extending a uh, they were extending a, uh, a runway or something like that. So there was a load of houses that were being de- demolished. So they, they bought it for $500. It was a one-story house that they built a second story on. Um, the fire marshal who was who was there was trying to limit the amount of explosives they could do because it was so close to an airport. Um, and then he until he actually asked what it was for, and there was, like, oh, it's Phantasm Two. And he was actually a fan of it, fan of the first Phantasm. Oh, that's funny. And he just went... Oh, blow the shit out of it. Like, see, all of a sudden, he didn't care. But they had a five-minute window to blow the house up as well because of the, the incoming uh, and outgoing flights as well. So everything had to be timed so precisely on see, that. So I just
0: assumed that the explosion was so large they had to time it with where the planet was in the solar system to not knock it off its orbit. <laughs>
1: I mean, potentially as well. But yes, that's why the explosion is so big as well because the, basically the fire marshal like, oh, yeah, blow the shit out of it. So they put... Everything that they brought in there, and it was <laughs> full of primer cord uh gunpowder like propane all, all, everything they had the, every type of explosive you can use on a film set they had that house full of it i and- just I
0: pray to God that somebody on set after the explosion went thinking you need to use enough dynamite there butch <laughs> 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 one person didn't make the butch cassidy reference i'd be I'd be very disappointed. <laughs>
1: Well, I imagine that Don Coscarelli may have made that joke. Just, just the <laughs> the type of person that he is. He seems yeah. very. He seems very keyed in with with films.
2: Yeah. Uh, the higher the higher budget had to go somewhere. I mean. Oh yeah. And it, my it would, why it is would, might as well not explosions like. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> you, you know that I, goes
0: I, up in flames. <laughs>
2: one one thing that kind of took me by surprise in this movie, starting out, was the the whole like only Mike remembers all the stuff that happened. And then, like, yep, having the-, the therapist scene and, and him... They do that thing where, like, they're making him seem like he's disassociating and, and not able to parse out dreams from reality thing, right? And they yeah. and they do that thing again where, in the first movie, his brother needed the evidence before he finally believed him. And same thing with Reggie. Like, Reggie needed his whole ham- family you know, blowing the smithereens before he <laughs> took his word for it.
1: Well, right? I, th- I think what it is, it, it's the fact that Mike <laughs> tries to warn him just before... And it's like you know, oh Mike, Mike knew. So it's like, yeah, he's right. Yeah. And, and like,
0: it's such a weird thing to do with a movie where it's like, here's your main character, it's Reggie, and there, there, his family was in there. You never met him. You you don't you don't even know what they look like. But they're there. They're dead <laughs> now. So aren't you sad? <laughs> like, like, it's a weird choice, but, you know, I get it. This movie is being very economical with its time. Mm-hmm. Uh, un- unlike our podcast, we're spending half the episode <laughs> on just the first <laughs> ten minutes. But, like, this movie did the exact opposite, which makes sense why we're diving into it so much. Because it's just like, here's a handful of shit, we're moving past it. Like yeah. by this point in the movie, we're a third of the way in. If we're talking like our podcast time, like we've moved so far past this, but this, it's kind of why this movie's kind of fascinating. What the, mm. the hell was the plan?
1: I mean, I think that's why I kind of love it a little bit because the way it just sort of like it does take your expectations and throws them out the window. Like you, this well, is what you're. To be fair, all the fantasy movies do that
0: pretty well. Yeah,
1: so that's that's why I like it, and that's why I think I, yeah. I like it so much because it just. It follows suit with the rest of them. The rest of the phantasm films really do like you know. You think that's what you thought was phantasm films? Oh, we're going to change it up again. Yeah. Like you know, three is really comedic. Oh yeah, which, three.
0: Three is like three takes the funny parts in two, which there are quite a few of. Two is willing to be campy. Yeah. Uh, and and they they really run with that, which is yeah. We'll, we'll get into three.
1: three. Three. We'll get into three. <laughs> I don't I don't want to spoil it too much for Joe. No. Joel, but I just like no. you know, give him like an expectation. It's a lot funnier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then you have with four going back to the creepiness, and then five just insane.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, but let, let's stick in two. So, so we're done with the explosions, and now now we have uh, in my, as my notes say, let's tool up sequence where they go to the hardware store. I <laughs> love that
1: scene. The, I he, just that that's another zombie so thing, though, right?
0: Oh, it's such it's such a Sam it, Raimi moment, and like you even have Sam Raimi like as like a cameo, if you will. Like his name is in stuff. Like, the, like there's yeah. there, there's a lot of like they're having fun with other horror franchises here and the thing is and i I just want to bring this up now because it's a it's a story through my notes they do the let's tool up scene the first thing they pick up is a fucking chainsaw and i just wrote down my notes oh chainsaw of course yeah and then my note like three seconds down huh the first thing they needed was the chainsaw (laughs) (laughs) the first thing they do in their mission halfway again down the notes later on huh what a useful chainsaw. Like, they're using it everywhere they go. It's not a weapon, it's just a tool. And I was like, I've never seen a horror movie do this. I need my chainsaw. Well, to be fair, to, like, to cut like, things, they pick up, to get into buildings, sh- to use it as a tool. Like, wait,
2: really? It's very practical. They pick up, they pick up
1: a shitload yeah. of, like, uh, spades and digging implements before they get to the, the weapons counter, which I still find that hilarious that you've got all these guns and then the chainsaws are next to it. Like, yeah. <laughs> what hardware store has guns and chainsaws so close to each other? Uh, the ones in Phantasm, I, yeah.
0: and probably Resident Evil.
2: One, one thing I love, <laughs> a little detail I love about this scene is they leave money in the register. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, they're they're they are not thieves. They are just uh, late night shoppers. So.
1: Yeah. yeah. And they, like, they, actually, in the audio commentary, I've, I've it's a long time since I listened to the audio commentary, but I remember Don Coscarelli. Um, mentioning that in the audio commentary basically saying we i don't i didn't want people to think like you know yes these they are sort of like you know they probably would end up being wanted criminals for the stuff that they end up doing but he didn't want them to the audience to think that they were bad guys in any way so like he had them pay they like you know they pay for everything right i mean it's, it's that they
2: took it's one of those things like we're not in a world of societal collapse where like yeah, uh,
1: uh,
2: store on the side. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> next week, it's next week. <laughs> where, where a store on the side of the road is just an abandoned place with goods that you can sort of pilfer, right? So it's it is sort of a nice
1: detail that keeps it grounded, uh, even just a tiny bit.
0: No, I mean, it's like case, like, case point to it-
1: um Commando, You know the Arnold Schwarzenegger film Commando, where he sure. he steals like he basically steals all that stuff from the store and he doesn't pay for it. Like, you know, it's that. It is that sort of difference of actually, yeah. No, these guys are—they are 100% good. There's not even. There's no bad bone in their bodies. They are just trying to save the world and help people. They're not just.
0: Yeah, they're taking down the tall man. They're they're being good
1: guys. Um,
0: in case in point, the that effect worked on Chewy when we were watching it. Uh. We haven't gotten to bye bye chewy yet she did pass out part way through the movie um <laughs> but uh she's like oh cool these guys are just robbing the store and then they leave money she's like oh look at that <laughs> <So>
1: <laughs> it worked perfect
0: yeah um but, but we don't even we break get out of anything scene- in the
1: store as well so like when no. they to get in they just they just flip the little uh thing off
0: uh there's two notes that i have to make before we get out of the scene uh, this is where the, uh, the four barrel shotgun is uh, oh, introduced yeah. with uh, two plus two equals badass. Uh, yep. <laughs> Chewie took one look at that and just immediately shouts out, how the hell do you shoot that? It's a, it's a fair point and not a question this movie has any urge to answer. <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking four barrel shotgun. Uh, we'll get to it when we get to it. Um, it's, it's the way as
1: well that he picks up the one double barrel shotgun. And then the other one comes in from the other side and he sort of looks at him. There's that look in his face like, I have an idea.
0: <laughs> Why has no one done this?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, for me, when you see it, like throughout the film, like this shots, so he's literally duct taped the two shotguns together. Oh, yeah. like at the grip.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then the whole time you're like, oh, he's going to shoot that thing. He's going to he's going to do it. One of these days, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's gonna shoot it, and then it's like just all like, those
1: shotgun shells, and he shoots it once. Like, like then oh it my god, it it like, away. it's
0: like it's like you're playing Doom, and you get like one shot for your BFG, and you accidentally use it on some peon bad guy. You're like well, that was worthless. That's Reggie with his four barrel shotgun. But you know whatever. I mean, um, takes I said out four we...
2: dwarves with it. So <laughs> I mean, so much true. we'll get to the shotgun.
0: Yeah, I, I just had to get there. We're talking about it. I'm so annoyed. I'll take the quarter gun from Resident Evil any day over the four barrel shotgun in this movie specifically. He's
2: just so disappointed looking too when. It- yeah, he's like,
0: oh, and then he just throws it away. He's
1: <laughs> <It's> like, ah,
0: <laughs> I'm well, not gonna reload fair, it, that thing.
1: He did get all his ammo like cut by the the guy with the chainsaw. <laughs> I guess we're jumping fair. way ahead though. Now. Yeah,
0: we are. Let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back. Um so, so we're done with the tool up scene. They're they're moving on now. They're uh, now we're kind of getting into the world of the tall man a little bit. We're in the uh, is it the mausoleum? Yeah. Yes. Or is it like a morgue? It's There's like, a dead I naked lady on the table. It's a mausoleum with a yeah. morgue. In. Oh, okay, that that makes sense. Um, some dead naked lady on the table, which interesting. Dead naked lady, you see everything she was born with. Dead naked guy later, let's cover him up. We we don't want to see any penises. Um, gotta love the eighties in filmmaking.
1: Yeah. I have a feeling that Don Coscarelli wanted – would have wanted everything from the guy as well. And I have a feeling that that would be some sort of studio note. Yeah.
0: Ah, penis!
1: Yeah. Um,
0: whatever. Anyhow, um, and, and this is one of the few scenes that actually feels like a horror movie. Like, the most of the movie feels very actiony, But this one actually does kind of like – we have, like, the, the dead lady that disappears. Uh, we have uh, – they're walking around with their tools, like – just got to throw it out there. How does Mike not burn himself? <laughs> that flamethrower is licking his hand the whole movie. <laughs> like, how does he not just have, like, third-degree burns on his hand? But either way, that's a legit filmmaking-ask question. I don't know how the actor didn't hurt himself.
2: Whoops. Um, but he wasn't wearing gloves. He was wearing that cool he helmet uh, face mask. Though.
0: Yeah, he was wearing his welding mask, yes. which God knows how he's seeing through it. <laughs> But his hands. Yeah, the welding must
1: thing I didn't
2: get. Like,
1: no, <laughs> well, in, we, in all I'm fairness, sure think, he never
2: killed anything with that, right?
0: Nobody uses it. Like he tests it. Like he's standing there looking cool with his long sleeve tee tucked into his jeans and his flamethrower. Yeah, I'm just he saying. the fireplace That's really that's though. why yeah. he
2: hasn't because he he's wearing that stupid helmet.
1: <laughs> the helmet's protecting his bare hands. <laughs> <laughs> The funny sure. thing is, well, you like, know, it's Phantasm. I'll
0: go with it. That makes sense. <laughs>
1: I've never thought of it that way, but the only person who actually kills anyone or destroys anything related to the torment with that flamethrower is Reggie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah Reggie Reg is definitely the badass of the franchise. Oh, yeah. Uh, but so this, this whole thing ends with we find Mike finding a version of the girl that he's in love with, I think. When they see each other, they start making out right away, but I, I don't know why he's in love with her, but he is. Uh, and she's got it's the something from. it's yeah, it's, the
2: it's it's implied. Like it, it goes back yeah. to the whole like them being weirdly bonded somehow. It's almost like they're. I don't want soulmates. Sort of like meant to converge in some way, right? But Psychic mo- men. but most of them, yeah. it is another taste. Like you are meant to assume. The, the, yeah. there's no character yeah. progression or logical lead up to that happening.
0: No. It's such a weird, like... I'm so on board for the road trip hunting down the tall man, less on board for hunting down Mike's telepathic girlfriend.
1: Um, Another studio note, though.
0: Oh, for sure. Like, you can see studio yeah. notes all over this thing. So I get it. I get why it's there, but that's also why I'm like, this one isn't my favorite. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: I mean, that's the thing. Like, I, I see I see those studio notes, but there's there's still enough in this... For me to love it, like, to ignore those elements and just well, love sure. it f- for what it actually is. And
0: and this scene has one of those moments. To me, that's, like, one of the best moments in all of the Phantasm franchise. The spine monster coming out of that yeah. dead girl. Fucking gross! Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, and the voice, that, like, you know, yeah. the man voice as well. Like, you play a good game, boy. Come <laughs> if you dare.
0: And that was something... I've only seen this one once until... Well, now I've seen it twice. But I, before this my brain just went that was a nightmare on elm street moving on like it just totally took it and just categorized it in a different horror franchise so i honestly did not remember that from this scene when it happened i'm like oh god that was this movie (laughs) 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 and that one even got a like chewy does not swear as much as i do you know because she's a better person than me but that one even got a ew what the fuck is that (laughs) out of her (laughs) (laughs) Oh uh, yeah. That that's a good scene. Like that one, mm, That that's what I'm here in this Phantasm two for. Stuff like that. That's a good one. Yeah. Um all right, so I mean, I just on. I
1: love the I love the mortuary Sorry, design as well. Like it's it's like run down, there's blood drippling down, there's the, the cross as well, it's got the barbed wire around it. It's just it's really cool and creepy as well. It's just got it's got that sort of creepiness to it where you know, when they're actually, the first time you ever see, like, when they're searching, you think, "Oh fuck, something's going to jump out! Something's going to yeah. jump out!" And I like they didn't have something jump out as well. Like, you know, other other horror films would have had, like, you know, a dwarf in there to to have like a jump scare. But well, that's it's just that's... that that thing at the end.
0: Yeah, that kind of goes back to that. uh that point I made earlier of like this kind of being the anti horror franchise of like yeah. what do the other
1: horror franchises do if they
0: zag we uh, we I forget the phrase but whatever zig uh, zig there it is
1: <laughs> I mean, you literally got it. half of it right yeah <laughs> half of it that they zag I we think, oh I don't know what the rest of it is it's like... I think
0: it's because I, I started with zag instead of zig they zig <laughs> we zag is the more phrase you know you know is what I, you, I don't I, I don't fucking know clearly Th- that's uh, <laughs> this confusion seems
2: in line with the series pretty well I mean. <laughs>
0: I'm losing words, man. Like this, this franchise. We're only two in. Uh,
1: <laughs> I just—I wait for number five word. Brian just like a. <laughs> I-, habl- I thought habl- Scream was a great movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, let, let's keep moving because we're—we we're, haven't gotten to the balls yet. We got to get to those balls. Um, God, how far down are the balls? I'm looking at my watch God Damn.
2: Boy, I talked about no context comments. Hey. Yeah. <laughs>
1: How, how far, far down down are the balls? the balls? Oh boy. Yeah, about
0: halfway. <laughs> That that's in the next mausoleum, right? Yes. The, next yeah, it's, in thing?
1: the para, it's in the Paragord one, which oh, again, yeah. I I will get to that, but I, the design of that I want to talk about briefly when we get to it as well.
0: All right, well well what do we have in between there and there and this that we can kind of skip because we're we're how, hitting every single How about picking
2: up a random well. girl on the road and then having Mike just wait up to be like, "Oh, who is this?"
0: oh you have to understand on the road it gets a little hard sometimes
1: yeah <laughs> it gets hard on the road it's like
0: reggie had to tell him that with his dick out like it's. Just
1: like, on, yes. <laughs> my favorite thing about that is like mike's like oh do you want to pull out and he's like Qu- quite clearly just wants to have a chat with him and then, yeah. so they walk out into the woods and then reggie's just like straight <laughs> 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 and there's this, this look up, like mike's just like he, he just sort of, like has this little head shake so what like,
0: what are you thing. doing there, Reg? <laughs> 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 I mean, he's but yeah, no, Reggie's very trusty. He's like, "Ooh, hot girl, side of the road, time to pick her up." And let let's be clear, the rest of the franchise, Reggie has a major problem keeping it in his pants. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie's a ladies' man. He might not look it as a former ice cream salesman, but oh yeah, he is the James Bond of the
2: franchise. <laughs> he's
1: real yeah, cool. Yeah, he's a ladies' man like um like Bruce Campbell's a ladies' man in Ash vs. Evil Dead.
0: But at least Bruce Campbell, you could. I'm going to stop there. I don't want to be too mean to Reggie. I fucking love Reggie. Um, (laughs) Reggie's got that cool factor. Yeah, he just doesn't look like your typical movie star. Whereas Bruce Campbell, you can see like, oh, even if he doesn't look like it right now because he's older, you can see that guy looked like a movie star. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was never Reggie although i love reggie. so but that, I, that's
2: that's what i mean when i don't want to be too mean. but though, but that's right? what i that love about these first two movies so far anyway is that like the actors are not painted up to look sweetie clean and and no. uh you know professional actory. they're very human, very normal, very flawed and, and that's one of the things i'm liking about this so far.
0: yeah, oh yeah, the, can, the rough edges really bring some that. charm, yeah. um but all right, so he picks up the girl. They got to go to the next mausoleum, and then we're uh, we're pretty much to the ball scene, right? I really want to get to the ball scene. if You can't tell.
1: I think we're well, there. Well, there's, the, there's the priest like stabbing the corpse at the funeral, and then turns around and the, it's the grandma, the, the wife, the, poor yeah, yeah, the wife of the corpse, it like, <laughs> <laughs> just falls.
0: I just I love that priest because he's just trying. Like he knows something's wrong. He's like, maybe if I stab it, that'll help. And it's like, oh, dude, you're so out of your depth. Yeah. <laughs> at, at least brilliant. you're trying. You know, you're 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 fighting the good fight. And oh, there goes your ear. And and the rest of you there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oops,
2: see ya. <laughs> I mean, drama's on death's door anyway. It, it might as well yeah. go balls to the wall.
0: Yeah. Why not? <laughs> But, my I mean, I, like, if you don't really know what's getting, going
2: exactly. on, if you walked into, like, the funeral
0: home and you saw the guy who's going to be doing your your uh, your funeral stabbing the corpse, I might pass out, too, and I'm not an old lady. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck <laughs> is happening? Yeah. Because not just some, like, minor, like, I just got my pocket knife, I'm going to stab, stab, stab. It's like, I need to do a sacrificial stab on this guy. <laughs>
1: yeah, and like that's was thing. He did that entire sermon with that massive fucking knife in his yeah. jacket. <laughs> like like he, I said, it's not a pocket knife. It's like a like that blade's about six inches seven inches oh, long
0: it's like a knife out of the expendables it's like well, jesus <laughs> yes. it's just a mini sword yeah. <laughs> priest packing <and> heat you yeah. <laughs> know um but yeah so we have that scene here and then then we then we're into the balls right we're to the balls yeah the let's, balls? Go the, let's, let's go to the go to balls. The balls. Because there's three balls in this one. <laughs> yep. And one of them's gold. Which we don't see what the gold one does till far later on. The gold one is mean. It <laughs> yep. is a mean ball. <laughs> like, I thought but the silver ones were bad. They the but...
1: Rambo Sphere on set as
0: Ooh. well. <laughs> the, the gold one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The gold one is, like, the thing I remember from part two. Like, that was, like, I had forgotten so much of this movie, and that's probably why I enjoyed the rewatch as much as I did. The gold thing I could not forget, because I just remember, like, how the hell did it, like, warm its way through his body? I mean, we're not there yet. That's the end of the movie. But still, like, <laughs> is, is that the one,
2: Jesus. Is that the one that shoots lasers?
0: Yep. That, uh, yeah, yeah
2: that, that took me by surprise. I was not expecting <laughs> lasers.
0: <laughs> so uh, what we just found out is Joel most definitely has not watched a trailer for part five. Um, <laughs> I've been trying to stay
2: purposely ignorant, so you get the yeah, candy. Don't watch
0: the trailers
1: until after you've seen the film. Yeah,
0: especially because like, Five definitely gives away the balls have lasers, but that's the only thing I'll mention because that was that's how I knew that there was lasers in ball in this movie because I'd seen Five or uh, I'd seen the trailer for Five. Um, mm. But either way, so yeah, the the silver balls in this one are still have some new tricks up their sleeve, which was kind of yeah. cool. Um, and if you watch. I'm curious to see what Joel saw, because Joel, you watched this on streaming, right? Yes. Uh, so the version that I watched was excessively violent. Oh, yes. Um, which I had not seen before. The version I watched before, like, the ball jams into the dude's face, uh, and then it cuts to the girl who she's like, oh, that looks excessively violent, and I'm so scared now. And then it cuts back on the guy's dead. Hmm. No, no, no. Well,
1: so the, the original cut, right, this is, this is how crazy it was. The MPA said they could have seven frames of blood oh so it the ball goes attaches he starts screaming you see a bit of him with like sort of like reacting as if the blood's pouring out but there's nothing coming out it then cuts to um, the girl who go who's like looking scared it then you then get your seven frames of blood it then cuts for some reason to the tall man
0: yeah, he was looking all like, hey, sinister, and then it cuts up? to the then it cuts to the
1: girl looking like oh away, and then it cuts to him falling over and the biggest pile of fucking blood in front of him as well.
2: So I think that's more or less my experience here. I I do remember like they did do the part where it stabbed his face, the drill started coming out and started boring into his head, but I don't remember yeah. much in the way of blood during all. Yeah. Of that. Oh yeah. And, and it's but like it. you. Blood whatever. That part is the worst part, watching it drill into their head. Like, that that's <laughs> gruesome, man. <laughs> it is so –
0: and it's worse in this one because you get the little bit of, like, the like the rubber or, like, the, the plastic or whatever it is on his face that starts, like, flaking when the drill gets there. So it looks yeah. like his skin is, like, coming off of his face. It's just brutal. Yeah. yeah. But – and that – like, the first time I saw it, I'm like, yeah, it's still brutal, but it's clearly way noted to hell. And then watching this version was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Oi! And, and like,
1: I, and then, and like, like it was exactly what I wanted from this well.
0: scene, <laughs> the first time I saw it. Like, this was exactly what I wanted from it. So it was really nice to actually have it this time. Cause yeah, like,
1: well, like watching it as well. Cause this is like, this has been re-scanned at like four K or something. I'd only ever seen the fully uncut thing as a work print, like you know, like a scratchy VHS quality thing. So actually seeing that in like a like in. You know, full HD from a 4K scan. it's yeah. fucking brutal. It's my it's my favorite of the uh, of the ball of the balling scenes of the series, just because of how brutal it is.
0: I mean, no nobody's fighting a ball with a nunchuck. is is all I'm gonna say.
1: Well, yeah, but <laughs> I mean, I mean the actual drilling bits. I, I don't want to ruin cause...
0: anything more than that one sentence for Joel, but still, yeah it's tough (laughs) i i would
1: say this is the most it's the most horrific one like of of the series well he doesn't piss
0: himself when he's dead so the the first one might still take a little bit of an edge there but uh and the first one just because it
1: but the actor playing the priest really fucking sells that it's her like yeah he really does oh that's rough (laughs) yeah yeah no it's
0: it's great like it's it is exactly what i want out of a movie like this and it was it was glorious and I'm, I'm really 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 glad i bought that blu-ray and i'm glad that everybody online who said don't buy this blu-ray it's the wrong version was wrong because that, that worked out really well for me it was a bit of a gamble when i purchased it um i think
1: originally are. they, they uh, there were some that the disc was not the the uncut one and, uh, and they, they- i think welgo had a disc replacement program um, which you could sort of, like, you know... Yeah,
0: and that happens with box sets all the time. Like, when I bought the, yeah. the James Bond thing, I had a double-up of a movie there. When I just bought the Ghostbusters one, I had a double-up of a movie there. Like, that happens in these box sets, and most of the time they will send you the new disc. It might take, like, a nine months to get to you, but they'll send it to you.
1: I mean, I bought a a Doctor Who Blu-ray set, which the artwork was for a completely different set.
0: Wait, you bought Doctor Who? Do, you, do I need to start up when you're going to start your Doctor Who article again? Like... <sighs> I'll do it. I've been very nice not bringing that up. But if you're going to bring up Doctor Who, I will totally start that again. I Anyhow. Have said
1: anything. <laughs> I shouldn't have fucking said anything.
0: Uh, that, that just made my morning. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's keep moving, though. Because right after this is where uh, Mike finally meets up with the love of his life.
1: Yeah, why Why it, is
0: he wearing one of the gravers' masks yeah, as well? My <laughs> note there is,
1: what's with the gas mask? And you're making out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at, oh, oh, okay, That's then. the thing that I, that I always wonder. I can't remember if they ever explain it as well. Is that. Why do the gravers wear gas masks?
0: Yeah, that doesn't make sense to me either. But I mean, like... Uh, I it makes it
1: look creepy, but, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. But then so like so now they have they have the the love of Mike's life forgive me i forgot her name then we have the love of Reggie's life because she's the nearest female to him and they're in their
1: house and- I mean i don't think she's the love of his life i think she's just a good a, a good she's, bit of fun
0: she's there now um, yeah. <laughs> so they, uh, they they light their fireplace and then mike says if we're doing quotes this would be my quote of the movie cuz it's one of the, i had to write this down to things i feel creeped out just hearing he's trying to get his girl to go to bed and he goes come on I'll watch over you. <laughs> My favorite Ooh. thing is, is, is
1: then like when Reggie goes, and I'll watch over you. And she just she just starts laughing, and then just like walks over, takes a top off, yeah, throws it at Reggie.
0: <laughs> so then, like, we have these two scenes going back and forth. We have the most ridiculous fucking scene of telepathy <laughs> love, which I just I I've worked on too many movies to not just watch this scene and just laugh hysterically. Like, you guys can't talk, but I need you to emote. Like you're having a conversation. So just kinda of like smile and like nod at each other. Like just the idea of filming that scene destroys me. I love it so, you so know,
1: much. Yeah, you know, there's a cut there's a there's a deleted sequence as well where they have sex uh, like in various different environments. So the idea oh was it's, it's a dream. <laughs> and they were gonna like they were gonna have sex on like a, a beach and then it would suddenly cut to somewhere else and somewhere else and it would eventually cut to them. Falling through the air, like literally mid-air having sex. And then they'd they'd wake up or something.
0: So just eventually they do that in True Blood. So, you know, at least there's that. (laughs) Um, But the juxtaposition of, like, I love you. I love you. And then she's talking, but her mouth isn't moving. It's telepathy. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just the most (laughs) ridiculous scene. And you have Mike falling in love. And then it just cuts to, and Reggie is fucking. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he's got his pants on she's got her underwear on and like yeah. no problems here
1: <laughs> and she's just, just screaming yee <laughs> and slapping the shit out of him <laughs> just,
0: those scenes going like side to side with each other just that was the funniest thing in the entire movie for me like well, far the, and away the,
1: the actress who plays um cammy was like she was really struggling to be like you know, how, how why am i attracted to this guy um you know he's this bald guy why why, why would i be attracted to this bald guy hey and so she came up with the idea <laughs> <laughs> well, bear mind. Just, she's like she's i
0: was like, just waiting for him like i know Joel's going to have something to say you know,
2: bald guys need love two guys
1: <laughs> yeah true but she basically came up with this idea that she's got that her character has a bald fetish so that's why she kept like slapping his head and everything. <laughs> like, but <laughs> I love that she figures. All right, I have a
0: bald fetish. What does a woman with a bald fetish do? I have no idea. I guess I'll just slap him.
1: <laughs> but apparently, they, that that scene when they shot it, it took six hours to do, and Reggie came out of that. Um, off the set looking like like he had ptsd or something (laughs) and like he had welts all over his head because she was fully slapping him as well like properly slapping the shit out of him throughout that entire scene so funny and then
0: like right after that like so then i don't even remember what happens i just i have boom question mark like what stopped them from
1: banging right so this is this isn't I, I didn't actually know what was supposedly what was supposed to have happened until I watched it with the audio commentary because even Don Coscarelli says it didn't really work in the end. So the idea is um, a cat had come in and set off the grenade tripwire. And there's like, a list, like this thing of blood on the wall. That's supposed to be the remains of the cat that had got blown and splattered against the wall. Okay. So that's that's of like distract and then they go downstairs and then obviously you know you've got the repeat of the the curtain thing yeah with the tall man
0: which so, was fine like i, I didn't yeah. really mind them hitting that one again that kind of felt like a throwback not really like reusing so i'm like and it, and it worked it was effective enough
1: and, and then they did could, it like they, they extended it out quite a bit as well because like it makes you think oh he's gonna be behind one of those oh no he's not oh he's yeah. gonna be behind oh no he's not oh he's gonna be no no he's not and then he's there
0: yeah And then, like, you get that line of when they have to go save the girl, of Mike kind of doubting himself, and the line just destroyed me. I'm a 19 year old killed, and you're a 19 year old kid, and you're a bald middle aged ex ice cream vendor, like, (laughs) like just such a weird thing to throw out there. And not to mention, I'm a 19 year old kid. No, you're fucking not. You look at least 30 years old. I know. You're a a bald middle aged ice cream vendor. Oh,
1: I buy that. Yeah. I I just love Reggie's response to that as well. Thanks Mike.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Reggie is the best.
1: <laughs> he is so good. He holds this franchise together. I think if if like I said if they had recast Reggie, I don't think I don't I honestly probably don't think we'd be talking about this. No. Cuz I think it would have been one really kooky sort of like creepy weird off off the wall film and then one sort of okay-ish sequel in the 80s and then i don't think that it, it would have gone any further
0: no in fact i think phantasm would live as a cautionary tale of like don't let studios buy over your horror franchises yeah if they had done that like it would have been like oh wow i guess that's how you kill it yeah <laughs> um but yeah so now the girl's kidnapped and she's down in like the the incinerator room i guess well we missed out the car chase oh i mean i just i guess i i didn't really take yeah, uh, notes we're, the car we're not as done as with
2: explosions it. yet you uh well yeah.
0: i did have the cars fucking explode <laughs> in phantasm <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was the only note i had in the car chase because the car chase well, me was because it was good but
1: you know but, hemi hemi kudas do you not know that they're made out of explosives do you not I mean, know that all the piping is is dynamite it's not if i didn't know that pipes.
0: before i watched this movie i sure do now
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It was, a, it was a really controversial thing when it came out that you know they were making these cars out of like you know dynamite. It's crazy. What do
0: I use for a key? A match? No, a yeah. lit match? Oh great! Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: It seems, yeah exactly. It seems a little ill advised with a combustion engine, but who am I to say? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean that that's that's why the classics and there's not many left of them because a lot of them just blew up randomly. Have I killed that joke now? Sure did. <laughs> yes, I think
0: so. <laughs> <laughs> But you know where it went now, because when you die, you don't go to heaven, you go to the tall man's. And now the tall man's just like, oh, I hate this joke.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Boy, stop telling that fucking joke.
0: All right, now the joke is dead. All right. <laughs> but I, I will say, like, the car chase was good. It was a fun, entertaining car chase. I just, I feel like I, I never have a lot of notes on car chases unless they do something wildly different in car chase. Well, this... I can talk about the car chase in, like, Raid 2 forever. Or, like, the new Batman car chase. I could do hours on that thing. But, like, this one, it's a car it, it chase. It gets it
2: cool. drowned out by everything around it. Yeah,
0: exactly. Mm. Um, so so I feel like I'm not you trying... in loading the shotgun up there. <laughs> yeah you do see that like all right i'm loading it i'm finally gonna shoot it well shoot I'm, the fucker I'm, I'm gonna do it <laughs> there's a car behind me that could really deal with four barrels of hot shotgun action but not no i'm not gonna oh I mean, tall man's gonna pull up right next to me i'm gonna point this gun at him i'm gonna shoot it i mean just nah, guys, not yet
1: it's a, it's a good job he didn't shoot it because that he was like right across mike's face the, the muzzle blast would have taken his face off <laughs>
0: i mean that's fair but still
2: (laughs) am i the only one that use the gun am i the only one that loves that kind of failed like like all this i mean all this teasing up to the idea that it's going to be this cool prop device he gets into a bind with the chainsaw battle and and then it just it's like it a flag came out and said bang (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) you're not wrong i'm just still like that's what it was used but, for. But but that's
2: it, it's it's subversive, right? Because you're expecting this awesome action scene instead of it's comedy.
0: Right? Yeah, I guess yeah. that's fair. That's fair. Um, all right. So that, that the car chase done. Now we're back. the uh, The girl is downstairs. She's gonna get murdered by this guy. I don't really know who he is.
1: I think um, he's just one of the tall man's minions.
0: Sure. Yeah. And then she gets off the table because he starts at the very end of this like conveyor belt thing and then he wakes her up and starts sitting on the conveyor belt she's like i'm just gonna roll off of this because i don't want to go into the fire (laughs) and then they have their little like little tussle there then he ends up on the thing
1: and he just rolls right in (laughs) yeah well (laughs) he's he goes in head first and like and we all still can roll over (laughs) we all know though if you if you're going down something head first you don't have the ability to roll I
0: feel like you're wrong, and that you should try that out. Uh, <laughs> but I, the note that I took on this one, which I'm very proud of, that is not how that murderer saw his day going.
1: <laughs> and then, like the really sort of, like burnt, bloody hand, just like against the glass.
0: Yeah, that was a very cool incinerator. Like, I, I, yeah. like that thing should be turning you to ash in seconds, and he's still conscious. Mm.
1: Like. You didn't turn it up, buddy. Yeah, well, um, Taman's minions can take a lot of flame. I guess. Yeah. and uh, I guess.
0: But then, oh my God, we're, we're so close to the gold ball, guys. I, I'm so excited to talk about the gold ball. <laughs> um, can you tell my favorite things in this movie? But before that, we do have to go back to another silver ball and just the worst henchman ever. like The biggest <laughs> idiot of a guy I think possible. He ends up with a ball in his hand, which has to suck. Like, I'm I'm yeah. sorry, guy. Like, that has to be the worst pain ever. It's stabbed in your hand. It's drilling like it wants to get at your brains, but there's no brain in your hand. So what do you do? What do you do? <laughs> I would Chop use my hand. other hand and remove the ball. <laughs> that would be my option. What would you do? Would you take an axe and
1: hack your hand off? I mean, to Why? be fair, it, it, the gold sphere was coming at him. <laughs> So it was probably quicker for him to just hack his own hand off. In what world is that quicker? <laughs> I, oh God, the, phantasm the Phantasm, phantasm. world took two hacks and he was gone. Yeah, that, that's a very sharp versus axe. one pole.
2: <laughs> he was panicked. <laughs> he was panicked. He took the object he had and made a very poor decision. Um, <laughs> I, you know, and, and again, trying to claim some sort of logic to this is stupid. Because it's there there is no there is no logic to it. It it is just it's there for the the scene and the moment. But like, oh he he would have died from shock before he went very far.
0: Well, I mean, him chopping his old hand off didn't help him at all. He still gets gold balded to hell.
2: Mm, Yeah, yeah, he had a a very bad day
0: as well. I think he he, that murderer also didn't see his day going like that. One could have
2: thought that maybe it's a, a final destination moment where like he. He escaped death, and then he just got worse death.
0: Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> that, man, that gold ball, that thing's a bitch. Uh, so if you haven't watched this movie and you've made it this far in the podcast and you're still just like, maybe I should watch this thing. The gold ball attaches itself somewhere lower in your body. Like, uh, mm-hmm. in this poor gentleman, it's in his lower spine. Mm. Yep. Um, Drills its way into your body and then just starts zigzagging its way there. Remember zigzag there. Remember zigzagging its way through your body up and out your face. Yeah. It just turns all of your insides to a puddle and then just exits or at least attempts to exit out your face. Yeah,
2: you're basically a human pinball machine at that point.
0: Yeah. And yeah. it just it sounds awful. The guy looks like he's writhing in pain. It's one of the most horrifying things in these franchises it's horrible to think about it happening it's horrible to watch and all of that happens and then mike and his girlfriend are standing there and she's like come on mike let's go <laughs>
2: <laughs> credits to the actor there like he him writhing and sort of like those pained looks felt believable like oh yeah props oh, yeah. to him
0: like if you look in the eyes, sound design the sound for all that is yeah. just so gnarly that that mixed with his reactions like you buy this guy's having a
1: well, I was going to mention uh, the sound design because the sound design as well, like the uh, the dwarf noises in this, is so cool. They're so creepy. Like you know, the very that opening bit where there's um, in the opening of the film was the, was there's the, the one on the the counter in the kitchen, and uh, Reggie's like going one way, and you just hit, it just sort of, like just goes hurr, 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 like that. I think that's so cool. like the sound design in this film is is incredible.
0: It, yeah, it's it's pretty solid.
1: But like, what always gets me in that bit. Um, with the gold ball, it's not any of the actual gore itself, it's the look in the guy's eyes as it's Absolutely. moving its way mm-hmm. up and he looks up and he's screaming. And it's like that actor really sold the, the pain because you can see it in his eyes. I mean, I don't know oh, what yeah. they were doing to him to get him to get that reaction, maybe he was zapping his balls with electricity or something. But my god, I,
2: I gotta to touch on one scene after this, I think it's after this. So, that ball that was left with the dude's hand. They decide because they yeah. saw two slots in a wall earlier, where they're just like they inferred. Oh, yeah. we need the ball to be able to open this door. It's very video game in that way. Yes. Oh yeah. And, <laughs> and like uh, they go back and he pries it, Mike pries it from the wall. Straight up, just hands it off to Reggie. Like, here you go. You did the handle the, the ball of death.
1: <laughs> well, it's still in the hand, so it's fine. No,
2: that that's <laughs> no, that's not okay.
0: Well, <laughs> no, because it's in the hand, it's not trying to kill anybody. I think that's their thought process. Because after they take it out of yeah. their hand, it starts coming alive. And that's why it's to shove it in the wall. So yeah. Yeah. And then eventually shoves it in the, the tall man's face. He gets bald.
1: Mm-hmm. Lots, lots of bawling in this movie. Um, I mean, the tagline was, the ball is back.
0: I mean, that's. that's
2: so weird. do they to use that loophole throughout the series now? Is that just. No. Okay. Nope. That's a bummer.
0: Nope. Every movie is very much its own thing. Like. I think one, three, four, five all feel like they're more of the same franchise than this one does, but they're all—they definitely all come with their own flavor of ice cream, if you will. Um, So we're we're getting near the end of this thing. Uh, Oh, and I I should mention, after the "Come on, Mike, let's go," that's where Chewie pieced out. Uh, So she made it pretty far in this one. She she nearly made it to the end. Yeah, she nearly made it, but yeah, at that point, she's like. I think I've seen enough. And then at this point, we are still going to be recording two episodes today. So we're supposed to be watching part three on Saturday night. And I told Chewie, I'm like, we can watch three tomorrow. And she's like, I think I'm going to watch something else. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might have lost Chewy, but we're, we'll are we we'll
1: see. We'll, we'll try again. I, I, I think that Chewie will probably have some notes on certain aspects of three.
0: <laughs> I think she'll like three more because it's funnier. I think it'll keep her engaged but we'll we'll see but let's finish this one first (laughs) so we we finally get to the point where it's starting to feel and look a little bit more like the first phantasm we find the room full of the barrels we find the tuning fork again like oh oh yeah like this guy is just starting up again in another town Like it's kind of like been the 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 overall theme of the whole movie is like find what town the tall man's in and then go get him um and it looks like he's, he's making his progress and the rest of the movie i kind of just have fun with how insane it is like i fucking love like when they start actually fighting the tall man and like you get like the suck on this and they get the ball in his face and he's just totally unfazed yeah (laughs) Yeah, he just pulls it
1: off and crushes it and it's just that Almost like a, a, a happy look on the Torman's face. It's like <laughs> yeah. you thought that would work,
0: <laughs> and then he gets a weird little pincher thing. He gets a horn. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, not only did that unfaze me, I, I get a bonus upgrade. And what <laughs> I'm going to do with this pincher thing? Not not much. <laughs>
2: no, no. But but there it is. I mean, if you soloed the boss, you did a pretty good upgrade too.
0: Yeah, exactly. That, that's yeah. <laughs> that's the idea. It is very video gamey. Apparently, um,
1: that little pincher thing really creeped out James Lagro. As well when they were, when they were shooting it, like I mean, it is is really cre- looking. yeah and it's it like it's right very in Stephen his face King
0: to me like it feels like a very like it I'm like mm. yeah like, oh you're seeing underneath there's the monster underneath like okay i i, I <laughs> see what you're doing there it works it's gross uh and then they uh they, they acid him to hell they they, yep. they they really fuck him up they embalm him with uh with acid hydraulic uh what was it
1: hydraulic acid uh uh, hyd- hydrochlor- hydrochlor- I mean,
0: hydrochloric.
1: Hydrochloric. Hydrochloric? There. hydrochloric.
0: Hydraulic acid probably isn't a thing. Hydrochloric makes more th- sense. I don't think you yeah. would have hydraulic it's, acid. It's car acid. Uh. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I also like... The, there's the the precursor to it where Reggie just decides to pour it into this. So it's it's a embalming equipment, yeah. right? Because yeah. it's embalming. a huge needle. They've got Liz sort of stuck on it, and he's about to poke her and kill her. And then yeah. somehow they they unrelease her because it it the ball attacked him i forget how it got to that point but
1: yeah so he's about to stick the needle into liz mike gets the the ball and goes suck on this and like lets it go And right. yeah. he goes into the tall man Sort of like sucks it up, right and starts sucking his yellow brain out but i think um, i think
2: reggie must have some uh psychic abilities too he just he thought to himself hmm this could be useful later, and decides to just pour it into this
1: embalming equipment. Well, I think it was just the fact that, like, like, he didn't want him to be able to uh, embalm anyone else. So it's like, you know, oh, I'll put this in, and then anyone else he tries to embalm with this fluid, it'll just melt them.
0: Correct me if I'm wrong, we've never gotten full confirmation that that's how the tall man turns people into things. Like, Reggie's just kind of making a leap there. Yeah, I mean... But he is just like he's never known that. I, he's just.
2: I, I'm sorry. What what aren't they making a leap on?
0: That's a, that's <laughs> a very fair point. Uh, <laughs> all right. No. No. Yeah, that, 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 you you dismantled my point. Well done. Um, so that that's really it though. Like she's they win and then they leave and then we find out. Oh no, you you didn't win at all. Nope. Yeah. Uh, it turns out Reggie's girlfriend has been dead the whole time. Yeah. uh which I think we all kind of knew, right I, but it's
1: okay, it's only a dream it's no, only it's a not. Dream. I, I, <laughs> no it's not I,
2: I had that Thor I knew it moment like I said it out loud <laughs>
1: yeah yeah, I mean I even the first time I watched it, um not knowing everything that had come before, I always thought there's something about that character. And I think yeah. it, it goes to, like, one of the reasons why Don actually cast her. Because the original script had the, like, you know, the, the di- design of that character was blonde, big-boobed. But sure. she had, like, you know, the actress had this sort of um, almost, like, sinister look about her. And and Don really liked that. And he, and he cast her in the role because of that sort of sinister look that she just has.
0: I mean, that, and that worked... I mean, yeah. it worked to the point of like, it always made me go, "I don't really trust her."
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: So then, when she just pulls off a chunk of her head later, I'm like, oh yeah, that was right." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then, yeah, then the the Michael and Liz get yanked out a window again, uh, and then we have the "No, it's not" and all that, and then that that, that that's
1: it. The, yeah, and then you got the the theme. Yep. The really good rendition of the theme. It sure is a rendition
2: of it. There, there is this. Uh, this moment that I don't want to gloss over where, but before sure. she's revealed as a, uh, a dead person or monster or whatever, like they're in this, it's a hearse. Right. And there's yeah. the, the window and like start closing the window. And Reggie has this like, Oh yeah. Mom.
1: <laughs> yeah. While she's driving. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Reggie, keep it in your pants. <laughs> oh boy. All right, well, uh, that's the movie. We did it. it. It took us a little bit less time than the movie itself. <laughs> um, I feel pretty good about it, though. I, I feel like we need to move into our favorite moments. Yeah. What What would you say? Like a favorite moment from this thing is tough, and I, I can go first because I have a feeling it's gonna be kind of a trend throughout these movies. My favorite moment has to be the gold ball sequence. Like it's just so goddamn effective, and like it's mm-hmm. one of the most effective things in the franchise, in my mind. Like, that ball is just gross and mean and awful and exactly what I want to watch. I did like having the proper silver ball sequence in this version that I watched, and it was far better than I remember it uh, because, you know, it's better. <laughs> but uh, I still think that gold ball sequence, just between the sound effects, the guys acting, the the actual practical effects of it, all of it is just so good. Like, when you see it coming out his neck and his neck starts doing like that bullfrog swell, like, uh, it's yeah. so, it's like, Jesus
1: i love it i love it yeah it It is it is one of the uh yeah i it is incredibly effective yeah um and i think part of what sells that more than the the gross out effects of it is the actor's performance Mm -hmm. yeah totally it's so good um oh matt
0: i'm gonna let you go last because this one's your favorite so joel (laughs) what was your uh what's your favorite house explosion (laughs) which one
2: (laughs) Yes, I mean it's the
0: same one, but which one?
2: <laughs> Just, uh, I think we covered it plenty, but house explosion. We did that. That's the thing uh, I will always remember the most about Phantasm too.
1: Boom! It's a big explosion. It's
0: been five minutes since we saw that explosion. I think we need to see it again. <laughs> boom! <laughs> uh, you're not. that's a it's a solid choice, Joel.
1: Uh, Matt, what about you? I mean, like the ball sequences are always going to be really high up, so I'll, instead of just like saying the same for everything, I'll go with my favorite line, and it's one of my favorite lines from "The Tall Man of all time." and it is, uh, "You think that when you die, you go to heaven. You come to us." <laughs> But then J- I was also on the fence between that and uh, the bit where he grabs Liz and goes, Hello again! And goodbye!
2: <laughs> he <laughs> he throws her, I can't her across believe, the room. I can't believe we'd again. lost over that moment. Because he just, <laughs> <laughs> complete off.
1: Oh,
0: my God. He just takes a stuffed person and chucks it across the room.
1: It's just a, it's just a glee in his voice as well. It's like the, the first time that we've seen the Torman really sort of looking animated as well. And, like, He's like, hello again and goodbye.
0: <laughs> the, how is she okay at that? But, you know, whatever. Um, that first
2: line is very the, good. I was surprised by how much he talked to this movie.
0: He does talk, I think, more in four. I think four is the one he talks the most Yeah, about. so because the four is the one that's about the history of him right
1: yeah there's like we get more of more of the backstory of uh, the tall man in four Uh, there's a there's a special feature on the blu-ray that i've got anyway where it's actually angus scrim at a convention and if it's if it's on the one that you've got brian i'd really recommend checking it out because it is it's brilliant he's like he goes he keeps going into characters the tall man but he actually talks about like, you know, the lines of dialogue in between the, the first two films. I think he's got like 12 lines of dialogue in the second one, as opposed to the six in oh, wow. in the first one.
0: Well, that is more. Yeah. But before we get totally out of this and, and we start wrapping up, I, I just want to throw out, cause your quote, your favorite quote, I think it needs to be mentioned. The line before it is delivered. So fucking badass. Yeah. And it's like that priest. And it's a, hold on, I had it written down. Where did it go? Oh, the he just looks at the guy and just like you can just see the conviction in this guy's face and the guy, the actor just sells it. Who are you to question God's servants? It's like yeah. Jesus, that guy sold the hell out of
1: that line. <laughs> he was a great actor. I like, I've seen really him in was. a lot of things. He's he's one of these actors who sort of shows up in a lot of things. He's in a couple of the lethal weapon films in very small roles. That's right, yes. Yeah. No, um he's, he's a great Yeah, actor. he's he's a really good sort of like character actor.
0: And like such a such a ridiculous movie for this guy to just put all that talent into. Like, this sequence is just not where you need to be working this hard, man. But thank you for doing it. Uh, all right, I think we've done it. I, I think we should uh, we should move into plugs real quick, then we can say goodbye. Uh, if you couldn't tell, I think uh, I think all the Phantasm episodes might be a little bit longer than your average binge buddy affair. But I I think we're in, I think we're right to do that because uh, there's so much to dive into as well as the movie. Kind of hinted at it last week, and this week I think kind of solidified that. Um, but that's good. I mean, I don't
1: mind them being longer,
0: you know. <laughs> I, I think when the content's worth it, I think it's worth it. And uh, exactly. Fantasm is is nuts enough that if we just try to jam this in a half an hour, I, I think we'd be doing everybody a disservice. So I think exactly we need the
1: right what, what what would what would you prefer? Would you prefer the two hour cut of Justice League or the four hour cut? Wow, oh, that, that's just me because <laughs> <laughs> I've
0: seen both, and one of them is. Oof. And the other was, <laughs> oh, oh, this is so good. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, yeah, there, there's a, there's our housekeeping. We'll do a very quick round of plugs uh, for this show and all the other show on the ATH Network. As the rest of them have all hit some version of a hiatus, check out ATHpod.com uh, where you can watch this and Demon Days. Uh, we will eventually be, bring, bring, be bringing back after the hype in some version, be it uh, Attack the Hype, Behind the Hype, something like that. We, we'll be bringing that back in September. Um, I'm not sure about damage boost. Brock needs to, uh, need some time. So he's, uh, taking a little bit of a break. Uh, he intends to come back, but I don't know when that's going to happen. Um, but hopefully that comes back. And if not, it's, it's it's a fucking great show. So, you know, just go back and listen to it because Brock crushed it with that thing. Um... I think that's it for uh, ATH. Joel, What you plug in?
2: So uh, Super GG Radio is a video game podcast, mostly checking out pre-release stuff and trying to find the good stuff you should focus on too and playing our backlog. I uh, also have a podcast called Afterthoughts with my wife, Telly, where we read books that aren't Dune. And uh,
1: <laughs> I, I think that's about it today. <laughs> okay, that needs to be our new plug for that podcast every <laughs> single time. We read books that aren't Dune. <laughs> I I was so
0: unprepared for it. I had this joke, like, lined up, ready to go. I'm like, oh, that's your Dune podcast, right? And then, no, you, uh, you (laughs) stampled all over that one. (laughs)
1: It was just the way it was so quick, because I had to replay that in my head. It's like, wait, wait, wait a minute.
2: Did he just say what
0: I think he said? (laughs) God damn it, they're never going to cover Dune, are they?
1: (laughs) It's going to
2: be like the shotgun. I'm going to keep on teasing it, and then it's just going to peter out and never happen.
0: You're going to keep teasing it, and then you're going to release like a five-minute like, We read Dune. It was okay. That's it.
2: (laughs) Uh. Damn it.
0: (laughs) All right. uh, Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. This has been so much fun. I I know you don't need to plug. What's the point of asking you not to plug something? I actually (laughs) have something to plug.
1: Kind of. So I this have is actually, a joke. I'm going to be so annoyed. <laughs> no, I've actually started writing an article. Um, I'm part way through it at the moment, but yeah, I'm I'm trying to get back into the article writing, and I'm, I'm currently writing an article about um, airsoft because oh, you know I've been doing that uh, quite a lot lately. I'm back into it, absolutely loving it. So I thought you know what, I'll write about it. And um, so at the moment I'm just kind of uh, doing. It might be a few. I might actually break it up into a few separate articles because I'm sort of at the moment doing about like the history of Airsoft, like, you know, how it started and things like that. And then oh, a part of it as well is going to be me talking about like, you know, almost like going through a day, at a, a normal Airsoft game. Like you're just like a, a random, like a skirmish day. Oh, um, that'd be fun. And yeah, so, you know, depending on how it comes out, it might be one or it might just, it might be two. Um, but yeah, I'm... It's you know it's it's been, it's working so far like you know when I'm, when I have been sitting down and writing it it's it's sort of like flowing a little bit so yeah hopefully I'll be back into article writing in some shape or form more often than you know once a year.
0: <laughs> I've I've also started an article on Batman and we're we're gonna see how far I actually take it because uh, it started as a review for the Batman and then uh, uh, it's it's quickly exploded beyond that and uh, I'll see if
1: I keep writing it. Are you doing a deep dive into uh, the whole series of Batman since the beginning?
0: More so of a deep dive of my personal journey with Batman.
1: Oh, that sounds quite cool, actually.
0: Yeah, like, there's like I, I could go into like the history of Batman, but that's been done before. So I'd more like let's go like a fan's take on Batman. So we'll see, we'll see. I'm working on it. It's a very, very loose idea right now. Um, but I think we see? did it. We
1: yeah. I did have an actual plug, not a stupid joke. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I gotta figure out how to take that and and make that more into a joke. We'll figure yes. it out. Let's okay. make let's make this episode longer.
2: <laughs> yes, <laughs> let's keep doing it.
0: Let's keep going. No, all right. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. We will see you next week with Phantasm Three. I forget the Lord of the Lord of the Dead. I think I was gonna see Lord of the Dance. I don't know what's wrong. <laughs> all right. Bye. It's a, it's a very